0: Hi, this is Amelia. This is Daddy. And this is our new podcast with the tentative title um, Raising Barbarians. And uh, what's this podcast going to be about? Go ahead. Why don't you tell them? (laughs) Um, We're going to try to talk about raising children and also taking care of yourselves in a way that is kind of more natural to... You're going to try to talk about it? We're going to try. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to talk about it. I don't know if I'm always going to hit the nail on the head.
1: Um, right, you know, just don't have to go easy on yourself. You can just do it. All
0: right, I'll do it. I will talk about how to live kind of more in line with what you would expect for from from humans, for, for human people. What's, and a, uh,
1: what's a human?
0: Like, uh, you know... Um, they're this this kind of animal, and it's really social, and it kind of uses it.
1: Are we all humans? Like you sound like you're talking to aliens. If you say how to, you mean
0: no, how no, people no. Because behaved right in...
1: in tribal setting as opposed to more recently? Yeah. Like well... in over the past how how things have changed a lot, like just from, from the time that we were kids to now, how people live and people were raised. Like we didn't have smartphones or so many screens.
0: Yeah, stuff like that, or like treating. People and ourselves less like with a behaviorist view, like we're birds or something, who like if you it's easy to get decide on a behavior by giving a reward or a punishment and expecting to spit something out. So, not like a much simpler organism or a bacteria, but yes, more like in tribal society or a hundred years ago or fifty years ago, things have seemed to have gotten further and further away from our nature, I think. So kind of tried to talk about that.
1: Okay, you, you don't have to try, you can do it. I believe in you.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. Um, and what, what are we going to talk about today?
1: Go well, ahead, let them know. <laughs> gonna... You have all your notes here if you need them.
0: Thank you. We're going to talk about playgrounds.
1: Okay, so what do you want to say about playgrounds?
0: Well, we went to a playground recently, we went to two playgrounds recently. And I thought both of them were a lot better than the playgrounds that we normally go to. You said that you hadn't been to a playground in a while?
1: I hadn't been to a playground in a while before I had kids. I didn't say anything. That,
0: that's what I mean. I that's what I mean.
1: Say, but they'd be confused because they don't know what you meant when you said I. Well, you could so in, in another recording, I said, I didn't say I hadn't been to a playground in a while. I said I hadn't been to a playground in a while, until I had kids again, I started going to playgrounds again. Huh? Now that I have kids.
0: Yeah. Were they different?
1: Were playgrounds different? Well, I, I never really thought about it, but yes, playgrounds are very different now than when I was a kid, and um, they're just getting worse and worse, more and more, um like special ground and they're they're constantly just not very fun compared to a natural playground which is playing in the forest or in the case of um, a playground I visited recently like just have a bunch of logs and and tree stumps and things like that but a a natural playground is, is playing with trees and playing in the forest and they tend to cut down all the trees and try to make things safe and, and make a very specific activity and that makes it boring for the kids.
0: Yeah, recently we went to this playground and um, Daddy and our toddler uh, went to the playground before me. I was, I was still in the car and then I came out a little later and Daddy was like, go check out that swing, it's really special. And I was like, well, could you describe to me, like, what is it that's different about that swing? So like just go and i went and and it was really different than most of the swings that are um that we encounter at playgrounds now as far as just like modern versus old school playgrounds go and the first thing that uh we noticed was that the the chain link uh, it didn't have the plastic around it that it does at all the playgrounds now
1: well i didn't notice that you you brought that to my attention
0: one of the first things that I noticed was that that was really easy to describe what was different. And, um, you know, with the chain link, you're you you're, you have a little bit of a danger that you could pinch your hand or you could get a little rust on it. But with the plastic around it, um, plastic is a known endocrine disruptor. Uh, it mimics uh, most plastics mimic estrogen and are able to um, connect to your hormone receptors and uh
1: it seems to make swinging less fun
0: (laughs) they seem to make swinging less fun and actually more dangerous you know a very very short-term benefit um the other thing about the swing was that it was just way 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 higher and i i said when i got back from it that it was kind of like being on like an amusement park ride compared to the normal swings
1: you were kicking the trees, and i I think I seem to remember maybe swinging in the pass and kicking trees or stuff like that, but you don't really do that too often no. um anymore with the swings they have now they but yes, you were kicking your feet into the into the tree branches yeah or the, the the Spanish moss or something I don't know what
0: yeah, I remember trying to do it when I was a kid, but my legs were never long enough, but that wasn't the issue that was, that's not the issue with swings most of the times now now they raise down all of the there's like no trees around where the playground is so that you just get burned by the sun but i don't know you don't have to touch nature i guess is the upside to that so there's um that part of when we noticed the old the the older playgrounds had a couple of cool things and the the natural playgrounds are really cool because yeah um, they're just a lot more open-ended instead of you know you can sit on this rocking horse and rock on it there are a lot of things that you can do with logs
1: and um, a lot of playgrounds are just built in very loud not very nature like areas so if you go into an actual natural playground in nature um, hopefully you'll be away from having to listen to a bunch of traffic
0: Yeah, it's insane where they decide to put playgrounds. And and actually, it took us a while. I was bringing our son down to this one playground. that was just the closest playground. It's less than a mile away. So I didn't drive for a long time. So it made sense for us to go down there the most because we could walk down. But it was um, it's on like the busiest street in the area. And
1: I don't know if the other one is that much farther. A walker might be about the same. I'm not sure.
0: Honestly, it's over a mile um so two ways it would be over half of an an additional half a mile going both ways which is significant when you're carrying 30 pounds plus the backpack and everything not that it wouldn't have been worth it but it seemed really far at the time and it seems further now um but i didn't even think that much about it being on a really busy street until I was reading this book, The Nature Fix, and they were talking about how much uh, noise affects our stress levels and our our immune response, and just uh, having to listen to traffic and all of the abrupt noises involved in it is very jarring for our system. They have kids, like kids with autism, they have just listened to nature sounds, and it tends to bring down their, like, I'm talking about extreme autists, um, not high functioning. It tends to, they tend to hit themselves less often. Some of them can even, I think, like regain verbal skills if they have enough of this like audio therapy a day. So there's one kind of noise that's extremely destructive for you and your social skills, and another kind of noise, which is the natural noise, that uh, is very helpful. It can help line you up even if you're you're in a rough spot. So it's crazy to have them on busy streets. The yeah. other really cool thing about natural playgrounds is the kind you're talking about, not like the kind that they build, I think is that things are necessarily graduated in a way. So they have, like you mentioned, like the soft floors on the playgrounds now, which kids are much more likely to hurt themselves on those ones because they think that there's more safety there the same way that, like... Uh, um, auto deaths went up dramatically when they mandated seatbelts because people started to drive more crazy because they thought they were safe. Basically, the same thing happens on playgrounds because people feel a soft ground; they try Whoa, to be. Oh,
1: that's crazy! You think that seatbelts make people die more in cars? They, they,
0: I don't know. People if...
1: drive more now than they did before there were seatbelts. No, right mandated. when
0: right when the right when they they mandated the seatbelts in the nineteen seventies. Right after it, deaths went up. Okay. Because, um, I mean, the the what a, the conjecture often is, you know, when you think you're safe, then you don't practice safety anymore.
1: So if they made a law, you have to be safe at the playground, the deaths would go up.
0: I'm not sure because people wouldn't have any physical thing that would be making them feel safe. Just the law itself, I don't believe, makes people act like it's true. But if they have some kind of physical barrier, they might behave that behave like it's true. Some kind of tangible incentive. Yeah. The same way like we were talking about today with like roundabouts. Um,
1: yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I just... <laughs> I thought you really went off on a tangent there bringing up the seatbelts, but I guess well, you want to use an example.
0: Yeah, I was just trying to say there are other examples where people perceived safety makes people behave more unsafely and that's true on playgrounds and it was true with the seatbelt thing.
1: But so You have studies that show... That safer playgrounds are more dangerous.
0: Yes, people definitely hurt themselves more often on the safer playgrounds. They talk about that in a book. One of the books that got me thinking about this a lot is Barefoot and Balanced by Angela Hansholm. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Hansholm? A, I, I I don't remember exactly the name. It's The book is definitely Barefoot and Balanced, though. Okay. Um, and they talk about the fact that kids get injured more often on these playgrounds because they don't go like, oh, that's definitely too high for me. They're like, eh, if I fall, there's like a safe thing to... Whereas with natural playgrounds, because nobody's sort of making these re- rules up for them, kids are actually somewhat capable, assuming they've used their bodies before. Of
1: Yeah, you have a tree, you either climb it or you don't.
0: Yeah, you either climb, you're like, this is the ground, that's or. the tree, what can I do? Um... And a lot of times if you're, if you, you know, you're just not capable of climbing the tree if it's too dangerous for you, as opposed to there being like a ladder for somebody way too small to get up into a place that's way too high for them. So it's safer, Say it's built-in way for people to be able to.
1: We've found some pretty easy to climb trees that go pretty high up, though.
0: Not, not so easy that, like, a two- or three-year-old can climb them, though. You have to have legs and arms long enough to get up tall and high into them. Yeah, that's sort of like an automatic barrier to climbing up too high is that you have to be able to reach into the high place in nature.
1: Be a tree right on the edge of a cliff that kind of juts out like
0: that. Yeah, that's true, but then you can see that it's a tree on the edge of a cliff. Okay. You're not like, oh, there's, I mean, I, I don't...
1: It's it's safer to be in a nature playground or play in nature than it is to play at a playground.
0: I think I think there are a lot of things that make it safer. But yeah.
1: people act like it's more dangerous to go play in nature because they're worried about ticks and they're worried about um who knows what else. Yeah, the the things, fear I about
0: guess. ticks is I feel S- really overblown.
1: You saw a snake while you were swimming in the spring? Yeah. The other day. Just
0: recently. Someone
1: I, yelled that it was a water moccasin, but Another person yelled that it wasn't. Yeah. You didn't think it, it was.
0: It was the wrong color to be a moccasin, which is helpful. But yeah, people think that everything that they see in nature is a dangerous thing. And that's not even like, considering like the Spanish moss. I heard somebody say that you're not supposed to let your kids touch the Spanish moss because they have aphids in them. Is that not like, true? I'm like, well, what if aphids what, what get was, on your kid? Like, yeah. that's just like the smallest, most innocuous bug. Like, okay. you don't want them on your cauliflower. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. But when your Good kid, point. It just fine. That <laughs> wasn't like ticks in the in the Spanish moss. Who told? Who said you can't let him touch it because of aphids?
0: that was a woman I knew named Michaela. Oh. Because she saw uh, Xander playing with someone.
1: I guess I didn't mean you to name drop the person. No, but she, she, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's like because she some...
0: she just knew she 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 was told that, okay. you know, and then she was just like I think she said that her mom said it, and then so she just kind of believes that that's what was going on. And then, um. Anyway. <laughs> now I will go off on intention. Someone else that I know, they get worried about nature, but then they had a situation where they took a, a photo shoot with an oleander in their baby's hand. So it's just like a pretty flower that you can get from the store. But oleanders are like one of the most deadly uh, plants around.
1: So you shouldn't let your kid hold it.
0: No, I'm not saying you shouldn't let your kid hold it, but it would be funny to go, like, oh, you shouldn't go out in nature because there are dangerous things. But then you go buy something from the store, and the thing that you buy from the store is, like, a lot more dangerous than almost anything that you're going to find. Not anything you're going to find out in nature, but, you know, that you're likely to really encounter. In a...
1: Yeah, kids used to forage and know how to pick mushrooms and climb trees, and now they, they don't so much.
0: Yeah.
1: Now they fall out of their chairs
0: Well, and and the situation is, you know, we've got people who are, who are concerned about Spanish moss, but not worried about oleander because we aren't aware of the, the adults themselves aren't aware of the, the place that they live in. So, um, yeah, um, let's see.
1: Are you reading your notes?
0: I'm trying to think. I'm going to delete this air out. I'm trying to think how to go from where we are to touching on the other subjects. You you don't
1: have to delete any dead air out. You know, that makes it easier if we just record it and you
0: put it out. But just deleting a little dead air isn't too hard anyway. But anyway, I was just trying to think of like a bridge from these. I guess I don't have to think of a bridge. I could just be like...
1: What's your next note?
0: My next note was about um, how like the... In one way, the playground that we go to a lot have things that are way more dangerous than a natural playground. Like I said, like stairs that go up to like, let's say, really high monkey bars that kids of a certain height maybe shouldn't be able to reach or anything like that. But in another way... Hot
1: grounds that you can't walk on barefoot.
0: Hot ground that you can't walk on.
1: Hot slides.
0: Hot slides. And they've changed the metal to the plastic. And it's like, okay, now that's not Plast. as hot as the metal.
1: But plastics makes you sick
0: it still gets super well it makes you sick and it still gets super hot plastic isn't like it doesn't stay cool in the sun or anything like that they didn't really solve the problem maybe it doesn't get to be 160 degrees but now it's 120 maybe it's probably
1: cheaper for them or something
0: yeah they like purportedly they do it for safety reasons i mean they've especially because they go in and they like change the old slides out because of that reason somebody goes and gets a burn on it because I don't know, they don't realize that metal gets hot in the sun and then they're like, fix this, and then they put a plastic slide there that happened in my hometown it's like uh, everyone's favorite slide but yeah, it's also again, endocrine disruption, which are all of the all of the modern playgrounds and the floors and everything and those floors, like, uh, at one park where where I used to do yoga, is the floors, they're made of like old tires and they'll come apart, and so like a kid could just like, but it's not it's not come apart. The pieces are just like that big, so it's just small enough like a kid should just like eat those pieces. Yeah, you're those, not watching them.
1: Those are made of petroleum products and things. Those aren't good to eat. Compared no. to dirt, which supposedly that helps your microbiome. If you're just playing a play a natural playground with dirt, kid eats some dirt. That's probably good for them. But kid eats random pieces of strange playground floor could give them who knows what
0: yeah eating dirt is supposed to help your immune system find out what in your environment is dangerous and not dangerous like we were talking about allergies or like chewing, an overactive immune system yeah chew on
1: sticks are a good chew toy for young kids or good toys sticks are really fun yeah sticks and rocks um, on the playground has just been sanitized and wiped clean and has just made made sometimes wood chips um, but it's very, yeah, and the wood chips, area.
0: the wood chips aren't very natural either. And again, like when you compare being out in nature to even being at like one of those, uh, natural playgrounds, they usually cover them in wood chips and it's like wood chips are a choking hazard. Most sticks aren't and dirt isn't. Um, so it's like putting choking hazards all, all around. It makes it a little bit more necessary to. Observe your child much more closely than than you have to if you just put' them on some some dirt, and I'm not going to say grass because manicured lawns aren't what you would expect out of uh, a natural environment you know uniform one uniform species cut it, however long the lawn is. Yeah, so in one way they're they're designed for like five to twelve year olds and some things are way too difficult. but on in another way you're like the ability level for uh the only reason that this is safer this would be interesting for a twelve year old is because it's up high. Um, as far as like physical fitness goes, it should be extremely easy for a twelve year old to like climb up the ladders that are there and and do the monkey bars there that, that are there. Like, things for that kind of age group should be way more challenging because most, outside of doing things that are too high...
1: And that's that's a good point. Like, a uh, 12-year-old could have a, a real good time, like, in a natural setting. Um, I know at, at what is it, Green Springs, watching people, kids who might be around 12 or something, climbing high up into the trees and jumping into the springs, like, they're having a great time. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, they're not going to have a good time at any of these... Playgrounds, let's say they're for 5 to 12-year-olds. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's really... The playgrounds are for young kids and not very well designed for young kids. Yeah, they're
0: poorly designed for young kids and any of the older kids. Like, I get suspicious when I see, like, a 10- or 11-year-old at a playground because I'm like, what does this have... I mean, swings are fun, no matter what age you sure, are.
1: Yeah, you can get on a swing. I don't really like them, but I used to. Yeah. They kind of make me motion sick now.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, there there's just not... It's kind of in... Well, I want to say that it's insulting for the ability level of children that age, but again, like, uh, not again, but, you know, the the strength of children has gone down so much in the past few decades that monkey bars are difficult for...
1: So you read a study that said kids are weaker now?
0: Yeah, I, I tried to pull up any random number that I could find. It said um, in aerobic fitness, children... Under 18 have declined. Had, aerobic fitness strength has declined by five percent since 1975, and that's not. I think I saw way more dramatic numbers for um, core strength, like how long you can, how how long you can do a plank or. Mm, I don't want this advertisement here. There. There how long you can do a plank. Yeah. You don't long... have to
1: look at the screen there. You could shut it off if it's I wasn't you. sure
0: cause I, I had, no, it's not distracting me. I wasn't sure if it kept recording when the screen went off cause I, I would, hadn't used it before. I would guess. But... I can clip the two together for somehow. Let's just check that out real quick. Yeah, seems to be fine, but it, I'm more, I feel confident having it there. Like, okay, right. I know it's recording. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't able to find the numbers for that core strength thing, but that, again, was in barefoot and balance. Like, core strength has gone down dramatically. So
1: strength, you know, starts, core strength especially starts when you're young. A lot of people, we see them putting their kids in inside um, strollers and um, little bouncers, and they go from one, uh, what is it called? Container. Container. In, in the lingo, they go from one container to another, so that makes it so they can't build core strength as opposed to if they're um, carried, like a carrier helps them, I don't know, supposedly carrying them helps them because if you carry them, it's more natural, and also you're less likely to just carry them constantly, you're more likely to put them down if it's just carry them, or put them down. Um, we obviously, when our babies are in the car, we use a car seat, which is a container, but Other than that, we don't put them in, in uh, we don't put them really in containers. Even even our youngest son's stool isn't so much, or his uh, high chair isn't so much of a container. That's that's the biggest container he gets put in when he's eating.
0: Yeah, well, we wouldn't, um, we didn't put him in that container until he could sit up by himself, though. Right. right, So yeah, a
1: lot of people put yeah kids into bumbos before they can even sit.
0: Yeah. So the big issue with that. So with the carrier the reason it's not as big a problem with a lot of containers is because you allow the natural s curvature of the spine so actually it's not an s when it starts it starts out kind of straight and then a c comes in and then your lower curve comes in later so you know how newborns are kind of just like that on you they're just like a that so it kind of allows for that in the carrier for them to go with what their natural spine shape is at that age but other kinds of um, containers don't allow that natural curve to go that way and then develop as they gain strength. And then with, like, the bumbo, what they end up doing is actually calling in their, like, your abs instead of your uh, deep core, like your TVA, um, transverse abdominis, instead of pulling in this, like, strong underlying underneath your, I don't want to say superficial abs, they can only call, call in their front because they haven't built the strength in the meadow. And then they never really build that strength in the deep core. And I think that actually ends up giving them like breathing problems and stuff too.
1: Yeah, breathing problems. Breastfeeding probably helps them breathe better too. Make Those... turns them into breastfeeding, not giving them pacifiers. Uh, um, as far as the core strength and being able to walk properly... Um, people also put shoes on kids a lot. Constantly, I see kids in shoes or kids having to wear shoes even in times where you wouldn't think they should have to wear a shoe. Yeah. Um, and we have naked shoes for our oldest who wears shoes and we only make him put that on pretty much when he's going in a store or if he asks for it, but he he's barefoot a lot too. Yeah.
0: I have naked shoes too. I,
1: I I wear sandals, but I, I probably need to get some naked shoes. And I, I try to go barefoot from time to time since I met you.
0: Yeah, that was a, there was a building up. And now you're barefoot pretty much all the time when we're in nature. No,
1: not all the time, but a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Definitely whenever we go to the beach, I'm always barefoot. But um, I was always that way for yeah. the most part. And um, sometimes when we go hiking, barefoot too.
0: I think you do I I mean in my head I think you do a lot of the time in the hiking. Maybe I'm wrong. No. take um, so yeah. out. Uh you know, play play I'm I'm pretty was there were there any other things that you wanted to touch on?
1: So you've said everything you want to say about playgrounds? I think so. Okay, so to to wrap it up, um playgrounds today are not as good as the playgrounds when we were kids. They've tried to make them safer and more boring. Um, and outdoor, just playing outdoors, with a good climbing tree, a good forest, that's the way it should be. Um, I I remember actually we went to the Keys and there was this great, um, you know, park, and it had these really cool trees to climb all over the place, and they were way better than the little playground area that was right by and, um, yeah, if you the favorite thing of our son is swing, so I guess all you would really need to do in that case is just put. People would have to check for a good, safe branch. Make sure, and there's ways to check that. And just tie a tie a tie, make a swing on the branch. Put tie a tire that a kid can swing back and forth on, or something like that, and that would be a way better playground.
0: Arguably, the original swings are probably vines, right? Just a kid holding onto a vine. Sure, and, and we, we
1: have found vines actually hanging from trees before. So,
0: hmm.
1: yeah, there could be a vine that hey, hold on to this, and we'll push you back and forth. Or, yeah, that we does exist. And um, if you can't have play in the actual forest, and you need a, a a go between, these some of these natural built playgrounds are pretty cool too. Like where they just put a bunch of logs out or stumps or those are those are a lot cooler i think and more beautiful and more fun than than building a traditional a or or the new 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 safe playgrounds that are actually unsafe and more boring
0: yeah and a lot less likely to lower your son's testosterone so that's good yeah i think that wraps it up thanks thanks thank daddy
1: you. thank you <laughs>